0: If you hate anxiety and want to learn what you can do to get rid of it, then you're in the right place. I'm Larry Quicksall, a mental health therapist with 30 plus years in the field. I've spent the past decade specializing in helping those with severe anxiety disorders, and today I'm bringing my knowledge, insight, and experience to this podcast. My goal is simple to help you escape the pain and frustration of anxiety so you can better enjoy your life. Thanks for joining me. Let's get started. Today, I want to share with you one of my favorite topics to talk about when it comes to anxiety. And that is about worst-case scenarios. A lot of times, many, many times, over and over again, I will hear people talk about how bad things are, how it's a worst-case scenario, how it couldn't be any worse. I understand There's bad things that happen. I understand that when a bad thing is taking place, it's not good. It's bad. I get that. But my mind also immediately goes to worse thoughts if somebody challenges me to. Here's what I mean. Somebody says, "Ah, it couldn't be any worse than this my mind immediately says, oh, yeah, it can. It could be this or this or this or this. Doesn't mean that, you know, those things are going to happen. But worst case scenarios, imagining how absolutely bad things are going to be or are is not true. I don't believe in worst-case scenarios because of that simple reason. I can one-up anything you give me as a worst-case scenario. It's not that hard. But when we tell ourselves, either with the words or with other words we choose, that this is the worst it can be, well, if you've been listening to my previous podcast, you'll hear me talking about your mind is always paying attention to what you're saying. Your mind is paying attention to what you're thinking and to what extent you're thinking it. And so if you think about those things in that fashion a lot, your mind is going to believe it. Let's take in, in uh, you know, consideration um, what's happening at the time of this recording. You may be listening to this recording way down the road, I don't know. But if you're listening to it at when I'm the day that I'm recording it, this is the middle of May 2020. And we are experiencing the ongoing effects of the uh coronavirus, COVID-19. And I have heard many people say About how bad this is. How it's the worst thing that's happened. We've never had anything like this before. When they say those things. Is it based on emotion? Or based on evidence? That's one thing that we need to consider. Maybe that you haven't experienced this. You know. Yourself. Before. Maybe you've experienced something similar. But. Which is worse right now as far as the impact on you or on your family? Is it the disease itself? Or is it the individual people's or yours or the local or state or national government's actions regarding it? Now, if COVID-19 has hit your family and somebody has become sick or somebody has died, that is evidence for your family that this is bad. Is it the worst that it could be? No. Again, we can one-up anything. If it has not directly affected your family, but it's affected people that you know, then that has had an actual impact. But, If you have not had any direct connection or experience with you or family or close friends with the virus itself, then what's happening is it's not the virus that's impacting you. It's the decisions that you have made or your family has made or your business has made or your local or state or national government has made. So we need to kind of think through things in that manner. And is what you're experiencing right now the worst case scenario? Probably not. There's some people where' it's, it's around them and they're in a, a typically in a high population area or in an, you know where there's more of an outbreak of it, or if you're in an isolated area where there is a larger outbreak, a higher percentage outbreak. But even when you think about it, and if we look logically at it, not emotionally at it, let's look at evidence-based logic. Even in a city, and I haven't run the numbers on New York, but I have run numbers for Chicago because I live in the state of Illinois. I live down in the south-central part. When you look at the city of Chicago, though, and you look at Cook County, and you look at the numbers in comparison with the population, the number of infections is about seven-tenths of one percent. Seven-tenths of one percent. Which means the those who do not have a confirmed infection. And remember, just because somebody shows symptoms doesn't magically mean that it's COVID-19. We also have a lot of other infections, other diseases such as you know the regular influenza that is out there. And whenever you look at um, the numbers, the number of people who are not shown to be infected would then be 99.3%. Wow. That means there's a whole lot of healthy people out there. A whole lot of people who don't have it. The vast, vast, vast majority. And that's inside the city of Chicago. Now, where I'm at, in my county, the number is closer to one hundredth Of 1%. So that takes it out to 99.99% of the population does not have it. If we go back 100 years, a lot of people go back to when we had the swine flu and Spanish influenza following World War II. That did the same thing. It hit people some areas harder than other areas. As a matter of fact, that hit part of my family, on my mom's side, pretty heavy. My maternal grandmother, it hit everybody in her family. She was one of, I think, ten kids, nine or ten kids. I'd have to look up the genealogy on that. But everybody in the family got it. Two members of the family died from it. That was a hard hit. But people who live in another area, it may not have hit them. Is that a worst case scenario would hit my family? No, it's far from a worst case scenario. It could have wiped out the entire family, but it didn't. So when we think about worst case scenarios, the only thing they're good for is to create anxiety. And if you don't like the anxiety that comes from thinking about or talking about or imagining worst-case scenarios, best thing to do is not do it. And how do you not do it? Put your focus on the evidence. Put your focus on the evidence. Even in an outbreak area like Chicago, It is far from a worst-case scenario. If you're looking at the actual numbers, oh my gosh, look how many numbers, how many tens of thousands of people have been tested positive for it. Okay, but that's out of how many? That's out of how many? And you need to realize some people and some families are going to be hit harder than others. And it's not a blanket the same across all areas. That's why here in Illinois there is a push in downstate to open up that part of the state to normal business because there's some counties that still have never had a single coronavirus, you know, confirmed case. No confirmed cases in a county, yet they are shut down. So is does that how do we look at that situation how do we look at those kinds of things maybe in your area you're not allowed to leave i have friends in another country they are very very limited in being able to leave their homes that's a harder one to deal with because of the decisions that were made at governmental levels on what was necessary So, getting back to worst-case scenarios, remember, there are no such things as worst-case scenarios. There's bad things. Sometimes there's worse things, but not the worst case. All right? Let your evidence of the situation, actual evidence, guide you. All right, that's it for today. Have a great one, everybody. Take care. We'll catch you next time. The I Hate Anxiety podcast is for educational purposes only. And while I am a therapist, this podcast is not counseling or therapy. If you need counseling or therapy, seek out the services of a licensed professional in your area. And if you are in crisis, call the Crisis Call Center at 1-800-273-8255 or dial 911 or your local emergency number or go to your local emergency room.